Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 89. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. This episode of Help, I Got a Mac, we're going to be talking about the return of Steve Jobs. That's right. And, of course, we are also going to talk about all the new Apple products that were just announced. Yes. And all of that and more right now. Chris, what's up, my friend? Oh, man, you know, all sorts of good fun stuff. Very cool. Tell, t- did you get to see the live stream or have you? Uh, yeah, I, I watched most of it last night. Um, I uh, I saw I, I was monitoring the live blogging, you know, during the day and then I got to watch it at night. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was a pretty standard keynote. I mean, nothing earth shattering came out of it, but well, except that Steve came back. So tell me, did you now? Did you get to see the video of Steve? Because I, I think it was available for download, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. How how's Steve looking? Still pretty thin, uh, but he said that he's got about thirty pounds he wants to put on. So he's been eating a lot of ice cream. He oh. didn't say that at the keynote. He said that in, in an interview afterwards. But uh, he feels good, and uh, he was urging everybody you know, to be organ donors and stuff like that because I guess he got his liver um, from a twenty-year-old. Who was in a car crash, but it was an organ donor. So he's got the liver of a twenty-year-old, and uh, he said he's vertical and he's ready to work. So let's get cracking. That's awesome. I'm very glad that he's back in the saddle. Not necessarily because I think that he is the end-all, be-all of everything, but I am glad that he's there. I mean, it, the company obviously thrives with him there, and and a lot of people do believe that you know he he's the innovator of all things that are good. So, you know, who knows? Maybe this will be back to our normal product launches every now and then. Yeah, probably a lot more secrets. You probably won't hear as much stuff leak out now that he's back in business. Seems kind of crazy that all those things did kind of uh, leak out as rumors uh, somewhat frequently. Yeah. So you think that that Steve will put put the kibosh on all that stuff? I would I wouldn't doubt it. He said he's he's focused on uh, giving a couple things more polish, which everybody's kind of going, oh, okay, it's the tablet. Yeah. So you know none of that stuff was announced yesterday, and um, you know that probably won't be until the end of the year or you know the beginning of next year. Well, we we have plenty of time in the future to speculate about all the new stuff. Let's yes, we ta- do. Let's talk about what is reality, and of course. Sure. Of course, reality being that, you know, with the great uh, distortion field that is put out by Steve Jobs and Apple, <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about the reality of some things that they did officially announce yesterday as product launches. I noticed this morning that I got an update notification from iTunes saying that iTunes n- version 9 is now available. Yeah, it is. It's crazy that iTunes is is almost approaching the 10-year mark as far as being out um, yeah, iTunes nine, uh, has a, a bunch of cool new options. Um, the genius mixes have expanded. Um, uh, you can now say, okay, I want, I want mixes from, you know, everybody you know, by genre, you know, all hard rock mixes or all rap mixes and things like that. Um, another big, big thing that came out with iTunes nine is something called a uh, iTunes LP, which, uh, this is really kind of from the record companies. 
that want people to buy more albums instead of just singles. And what it is, it's kind of like when you buy a DVD, you kind of get the special features and the commentary and all that kind of stuff. Um, what this is, is, is you're going to get you know, art, lyrics, liner notes, videos, and photos uh, from the band. They've, they've announced a couple bands that are doing this. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, Pearl Jam, uh, The Grateful Dead are, are among the people that are going to be using the uh, iTunes LP feature, which is pretty cool. That sounds cool. And what else is available in iTunes 9? I, I hear they have this, a new store. Have you have you downloaded it, by the way? Uh, yeah, yeah, I installed it last night. Um, yeah, the store's going to take some getting used to. It's a, it's cleaner. It's, um, you know, the icons are bigger and things like that. The one thing that they did do at the store that I'm not a real big fan of is that they removed the uh, shopping cart. Now you can kind of right-click on it or, or, or hit a little arrow and, and put it in something called your wish list. But... I used to use the shopping cart because I, I would pick a bunch of stuff out and then I would look at the sh- with, with music. You can't do it with applications, but with music, I would look through the stuff just one more time before I hit, you know, buy now. Uh, but now it's all just one click purchases. Oh, okay. So, so keep aware of that. Well, um, they, they still batch the, all those together, but, but you're saying now, you, you know, you click the button, you, you, you click it, you own it, right? Right, right. Got it. All right. So, what about podcast? Did you go into the podcast directory? Does that look any different? I had. I didn't go to the podcast directory. What are you doing? I know. I know. Ah, right. <laughs> well, okay, wh- but one one of the big new features, at least for me, is my wife has the MacBook, and she's got her own. You know, we listen a, a lot of songs. We listen to are the same, but uh, she's got a lot of, of music that I don't listen to. Okay, and with with her. Um, optical drive not working and me not wanting to put a new one in there she's been uh, using my macbook pro to put a lot of songs on and then they'll go into my itunes library and then she'll put them on her ipod which is fine um you know it takes up space but you know it's not a big deal i got plenty of space um but what you can do now is something called home sharing which allows itunes media and that's music tv shows movies applications to be copied and shared among five authorized computers in the same household so you set both of them up, and then w- what you see is when when she has iTunes on and I have iTunes on, I can see her library and she can see mine, and you can co- you can drag and drop things from each other's library to copy it, right? Which is awesome. No, that's very cool. Can you do, can you do that with podcasts? You. Yeah, you can do it with any any media that's in iTunes. It, it'll oh, show you. Oh, that yeah, is it, awesome. It'll say, okay, filter me, show me all the things that are on you know, Emily's computer that aren't on mine and it'll just give me that view and then I can grab the whole thing and just drop it right onto my computer. Wow. And this does this through the Wi-Fi or through the network at home. Yeah, it's all through, you know, bonjour. So I wonder, now I can authorize my same ID with her account and my account, right? Yeah, yeah. You can you can authorize five computers. With the same account information. And now, so basically, if I wanted to transfer all my purchases from one computer to the next, I could do it this way. Absolutely. And that is cool. And this is a huge feature. Now, the thing is, is I wonder, can I do the same thing with applications? Yes. Dude, this is amazing. (laughs) Because right now, Stephanie is syncing her iPhone to my computer all the time because my computer is the one with everything on it yeah but now she could actually sync her phone to her computer which means that she'll get it 
synced more frequently and we'll still have access to all the same information. Yep. Pretty cool, huh? I like it. I, yeah, I, I yeah, don't know awesome. when I'll have a chance to, to get in and really figure out all the intricacies of it and uh, figure out, you know, what kind of things could get go askew by doing so. But, um, mm-hmm. but like, for example, I'm thinking automatically off the top of my head is that, you know, we I, I have liked syncing her contact list with my contact list and and so forth. So when she adds a new friend to her phone list, I I get that the next time I sync as well. I don't know. Right. I, have, I have to think through some of those things, but but certainly this is a feature that I think is worthwhile. Now I heard there's something called improved syncing uh, ability. Did, did you know? Did you hear anything about this? Because yeah, yeah. All uh, I've heard so far is I every single time I've heard increased syncing ability. The only thing I've heard in conjunction with that with that is that you can now arrange your icons on your iPhone on your iTunes and then it'll arrange them in your iPhone. Which is awesome. Which is uh, awesome, by the way. Yeah, I, I've been wanting that for a while because it really is a pain to kind of, you know, take the little squiggly icon and then move it around. And a lot of times it'll when you're going from like, you know, the fifth screen to the first screen, it'll push other icons around and it just cause it just becomes a hot mess. Where with this, you just drag and drop on, you know, you see your screens on, on iTunes and you can move them around and delete them. You can actually grab multiple icons and move them in a group. So that is awesome. That I, I was so, I, iTunes 9 is worth uh, the update for, for those two things, for the application management and for the home sharing. Um, the other thing that it can do, device syncing has improved. Uh, you, could, you can just say, okay, I want to sync all my alternative rock or I want to sync all my uh, Pearl Jam song. You know, it, it can go by genre and artist, so you can you can selectively sync. Like if I just want to put up, you know, just all Grateful Dead on my iPod. So you don't ha- you don't have to create a playlist with all those things in it. Exactly, exactly. And then and then photos can now also be synced. You know how iTunes or iPhoto can do that faces thing where you can you can I, I can take a bunch of pictures of you, Cliff, and then say, okay, this is Cliff's face, and then it'll go through and automatically pick all the ones out that are you. Yeah. Uh, you can also sync photos by face and events, which is pretty cool too. If you use iPhoto, okay. if you don't, then it's a non-issue. Gotcha. <laughs> so, but still, we ha- we're still tethered to this this wire between iTunes and the computer. Yeah, it's not wireless syncing or anything yet. Why not? I don't know. I mean, seriously, is there any reason whatsoever that I should not be able to have my my MacBook on my Wi-Fi? And be able to walk within Wi-Fi range of my network at home, and immediately be able to push a button that says "sync everything that's in my iTunes onto my iPhone." I'm not gonna. S- okay, I'll say it. The Zoom does it. I know it does. <laughs> Is there any reason why we are not able to do that after how many years? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it should. That would be, yeah, I shouldn't have to dig for my, uh, you, me and granted, I have like five of these USB cables, but I shouldn't have to go hunting for one. Dude, if they had this, uh, if they had this feature, my both mine and Stephanie's iPhones would be synced all the time. As it is, I, I, I'm lucky if I remember to sync two or three times a week. What'd be cool is if it supported push syncing. So anytime there's a change, it just automatically sends it out to the phone. That would be awesome. That but, would be totally awesome. Yeah. Or it'd, so, be, it'd uh, be cool if I could actually just go through and and get rid of iTunes altogether and just sync my podcasts and download them, regardless of whether or not they're in the iTunes store, which we won't go into that. <laughs> I, I still think that that's crazy. Get more episodes 
is is just ridiculous on the iPhone. They need to fix that to where yeah. it actually reads it from the RSS feed and not whether or not the iTunes store has it. Yeah, I agree because there's some times where I'll go get a podcast and I, and I know that it's released. And I know if I hit it in iTunes and hit refresh, it'll grab it, but it won't grab it on my iTunes and my phone. And it, it is very annoying. Yeah, because you have to, for it to work in your iTunes and your phone to click the get more episodes, you had to have subscribed using the subscribe link in the iTunes store. So if you, uh, if you actually go in and hit advanced, subscribe to podcast and typed in the feed yourself, it's not going to get the get more uh, episodes is not going to work. But if you go in and delete that subscription, and if that podcast has a listing in iTunes, hit subscribe there, then you'll always be able to hit that get more podcast option. Oh, that's good. I've learned something today. There you go. Sweet. But it's it's not cool because I I, w- <laughs> I have you know I have people who are subscribed to our plus member only feeds, and their their those feeds are password protected. And their passwords are, you know, username, password. It's it's all in the feed. And if it would just check the feed, it would be validated and it would work perfectly. But uh, iTunes. Yeah. Anyway, that's a little frustration. But it, anything else new with iTunes? That there wasn't any kind of social networking that I that I heard about. No, no, and all that stuff didn't come out. Okay. Well, I. You know what? To be honest with you. I, I didn't know that I really wanted iTunes to become a quote unquote social network. To be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not even a huge fan of people who uh, use online services and say, I'm now listening to so-and-so. I'm now. It's like, okay, that's great. You know, the thing I do is I I put that in my uh, my status update on my IAM. Yeah. And and of course, you know, that's cool. But as far as do I need that as a Twitter notification that some, you know, yeah, that may or may not get pushed to my phone. It's like, okay, that's great. Yeah. Anyway, so iPhone three point one is out. Yeah, I didn't hear uh, about this. Oh, what yeah, it? it was announced. Like it was the first thing Steve really announced. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't get the announcement. I, I mean, I haven't even. <laughs> all I saw was a couple notes after after the keynote where people were talking on Twitter. I've been so busy and stuff. So, so, yeah. t- so tell us about three point one. What is it? Okay, I, I updated that last night too without any problems. Okay. Phone feels a little snappier, but it always does after a a, uh, a refresh. I heard something doesn't work after you do it. I, I uh, saw uh, somebody te- tethering. Oh, so tethering quits working if you've yeah. tethered. Yeah, in the U.S. Huh. Okay. But uh, improves syncing for music, movies, TV shows, yada yada, all all that iTunes stuff. Uh, iTunes U content organization, which is that iTunes University stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can finally redeem iTunes gift cards, codes, and certificates in the App Store. Um, it displays credits in the app store. It didn't do that before. Um, save video from mail and MMS into the camera roll whenever, you know, after the 25th. Um, okay. Option to save as a new clip when trimming a video on iPhone 3GS. Better iPhone 3G Wi-Fi performance when Bluetooth is turned on. Okay. Uh, remotely lock iPhone with a passcode from MobileMe, which actually is really cool. Oh, um, I like that. That sounds the, cool. Yeah, the MobileMe stuff with the iPhone, like find my phone and stuff, I've been playing with it. It's awesome. You know, the find my phone and now I, this is the first time hearing of this lock my phone remotely. Those two things that makes mobile me more worth it. You know, yeah, exactly. Mobile me is becoming a service that you and I used to poo poo quite a bit. And, uh, you know, even though I don't like I'll never use their ca- calendar functionality and I've have no desire to use their email address. 
Yeah. Uh, but now, what are some things? There's find my phone. There's lock my phone if I've lost it so nobody can use it. There's uh, the iDisk. You get 20 gigs of online storage, which tw- is accessible on your phone, too. Yeah, 20 gigs of storage. I mean, this is becoming quite a an attractive uh, little thing there. Yeah, now, the, the, and, whole, and the whole mobile is me thing is... The email is push, correct? Yeah. And can you can you tell that the uh, the iPhone... Can you tell it to check a pop account or IMAP an account? What do you mean? Can can I set up an IMAP between uh, my my Apple Mail or my Mac account or dot me account and my Google account? Yeah, yeah, you can. Well, yeah, you can have Gmail just forward a copy to Mobile Me. So, it, but I'd have to forward a copy. I can't tell Mobile Me to like IMAP into it. Oh no, 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 no! And it won't pop into it. I have to actually just forward everything to the Gmail. Yeah. to get yeah. it to push. Ah, Google. Yeah, Mobile Me's pretty. Mobile Me's pretty simple email. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no, no desire to go to Mobile Me. But anyway, as as far as the email is concerned, but Google, if you're listening, we want push notifications on uh, email. Yeah, man. That's the last. That's the last thing. Once they have that, it's over and done. Yep. All right. Uh, use, use voice control on iPhone 3GS with Bluetooth headset. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, because you can just now touch your ear and go play songs by Smashing Pumpkins and it'll start. Can you playing. do voice dialing yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On voice control with Good. 3GS, you can. Yeah. But not uh, on the 3G. Um, no. All right, go ahead. You can paste phone numbers into the keypad, which is good. All right. Uh, I've had a couple. I've had a couple phone numbers come up that aren't like links because a lot of times it's smart enough to say, "Okay, this is a phone number," and you click on it. It says, "Do me and dial that." Uh, sometimes I've had them not do that, and you can't copy and paste a phone number into the keypad. Now you can. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Option to use the home button to turn on the accessibility features on the iPhone 3GS. And what are the accessibility features? No idea. All right, moving on. I don't have a 3GS, so. (laughs) Uh, Warn when a user is visiting fraudulent websites in Safari, so it's got some anti-phishing in it now, which is pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, Improved exchange calendar syncing and invitation handling, and it fixes the issue that caused some app icons to display incorrectly. Oh, good. I'm glad they fixed that. Although, So so all in all, it was an okay update. I mean, nothing earth-shattering, but still. Did you say it feels a little snappier? Yeah, but it always does when when, when you re-enload the software. All right, because I, I will tell you, I, I'm really frustrated with some of the sluggishness of my 3.0 update, yeah. so hopefully that'll work. And, of course, if you have a jailbroken phone, it, it wipes out your jailbreak. Yeah, which is Go one of it. the reasons why I have no desire to jailbreak anymore. It's just like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's too okay. much work to get your phone customized and then have all of it break. Yep. All right. The only thing is, though, is um, I may or may not have used tethering while I was on my three-day weekend getaway, and it is so much better than the, or it may or may not have been so much better than the NetShare application that I had purchased legally some time ago, and, uh, you know... Does it still work? Yeah, uh, but I still don't like it. it. It takes too much to get it set up. Yeah. But the 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 tethering, you know, workaround that that again I may or may not have on my phone that may get broken if I upgrade to three point one. I don't know if I want to upgrade to three point one just yet. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if they'll be able to to do another you know, service pack or, or service whatever they call those things. I don't uh, know. I I think they call them um I don't know. Anyway, Ben M. Dot 
something, you know, help dot me or whatever that place was. So anyway, what else is uh, new? I, I think they got some new iPod touches, some new nano. They refreshed the whole iPod line. All right. Well, let's leave the nano to last because if anything sounds interesting, that's the one that sounds the most interesting to me. Okay, we'll go with the touch first. Let's uh, talk about touch. They got three new touches. Yeah, uh, they um, got a hardware upgrade for the high capacity models. So if you get the the new the new uh, thirty two and the new sixty four, you're going to have that new chip that's in the three GS and all the graphic improvements and stuff. Uh, the eight gig iPod Touch uh, has been reduced to one ninety nine, which is pretty cool. And the thirty two and sixty four models are two ninety nine and three ninety nine. So it's a big jump for a hundred bucks. Uh, you get thirty-two gigs, right? Plus the the models are fifty percent faster, and we'll run that new OpenGL thing. So still no camera though. Still no camera, and and Steve said uh, they asked him about that actually, and he said you know they wanted to they wanted to keep the the cost down. That they're finding out that the uh, the iPod Touch is quickly becoming a very popular gaming platform. Yeah, and they want to keep the cost down by not putting in features that and they don't want to cannibalize iphone sales let's be uh, honest yeah it's, it's the second it's not the cost of the camera the camera ain't going to cost them that much more yeah so yeah it, it, it's quite simply that they do not want people to go and buy a touch instead of an iphone mm-hmm. because they certainly weren't concerned about the cost when it comes to the new nano yeah exactly right yeah the nano well let's let's first talk about the ipod classic it's oh, still okay. around really uh, it, yeah, that's I got, got a, a bump. That's got like a regular hard drive in it, doesn't it? It does, but it's a 160 gig hard drive too. Dude, that's that's bigger. I think that's the same size as the hard drive in my MacBook. It's awesome. Yeah, it was 120. Now it's 160, and it's still 249. Which, if you want, if you want to put every song and every video you've ever you've ever owned on a device, that's the that's the device to do it. Uh, the shuffle also got a refresh today. Uh, new colors: pink, green, and blue, and. Um, they got the uh, the the they got a new coating on it now. It's a polished stainless steel, and it's only going to be available through uh, the Apple retail retail stores. And um, two capacities: two gig and four gig. Two gig is at fifty nine bucks. Four gig is seventy nine. And the special, super cool stainless steel version will be ninety nine dollars. And um, Apple's working with third party manufacturers for headphones to release new headphones that'll be compatible with the uh, iPad pod shuffle feature set so a lot of people had complaints about the ipod shuffle because it has no buttons and right. um all the controls are through the headset so apple's working with headset manufacturers to make sure that their headsets are compatible gotcha very interesting very interesting yep. so that so some new shuffles let's talk about these nanos uh because yeah. i will tell you i've heard a lot of people saying you know what i was thinking about getting a 3gs but now i'm thinking i may wait go ahead and get a new nano and that way, I, it'll cure my my craving for some of the video functionality on the 3GS. So even yeah. even putting a camera in the in the Nano is already going to be cutting out on sales of 3GSs. Yeah, and, and they're squarely going after the um, the flip uh, cameras too. Right. So Steve held a flip up, and uh, he's like, you know. This is this is what the first you know the most popular camera is right now. Boom! Here's our iPod Nano. Right, and of course the size between the two of them is is pretty drastic. So let let's talk about this um, this camera. 
So it takes still photos. Do we know what the megapixels is? No, it does not take still photos. It's video recording only. Oh, come on, Apple. They said the sensor's too big to put into the... um, Because video, they can get by with a smaller sensor because it's a lower quality. It's 640 by 480. And for still photos, they have to put a bigger sensor in it and it won't physically fit into the Nano. Oh, make it a bigger Nano. Come on. Well, they don't want to make it bigger than what it was before. And it's the same form factor as the previous model with a larger screen at 2.2 inches. All right. What was the screen size before? I think it was two inches. Okay. Maybe, so it's, maybe an inch and a half. I don't know. Gotcha. All right. So, okay. So it does video. It's 640 by 480, which isn't high resolution. Is that better or worse or the same as the iPhone 3GS? Uh, it's the same. And it's got a microphone and speaker. Okay. Which I added to. And a built-in uh, pedometer. Right. And it's also got an FM receiver, I understand. It does. Yeah. And it also has the ability to pause... Um, the recording or actually the stream of FM radio. So you can, yeah, actually, that's actually kind of cool. I don't know why. I mean, I guess you want to, I don't know why you want to pause it, but Oh, I know yeah, I mean, if you're if, listening, if, you, if you're listening to a song or more, more than likely, if you're listening to talk radio and you're in, middle, yeah, in the middle of a program and then all of a sudden a call comes in, you pause that and go to your call and then you don't yeah, miss but, your talk radio program. Yeah. There's a lot of FM talk now. And, and also, you know, the Nano, let's face it, are really popular in gyms. Of course, now these new ones might be banned because of the video. But um, a lot of gyms will broadcast the TV signal on FM, you know, on an FM signal so you can watch the TV while you're on the treadmill or whatever. And now if this has FM radio, you can tune into that, which is pretty cool. Right. Now, um, Daniel Lewis, or not Daniel, yeah, Daniel Lewis is in our chat room. And he says it's a little bit higher resolution than what we were talking about there on the video camera and I'm seeing he gave us a link here and uh, I'm not exactly sure what he's talking about. I'm looking at the iPod Nano 5G and uh, let's see here. According according to Apple's website, the technical specifications for video capture is H2.64 VGA video, which is 640 by 480 up to 30 frames per second. Okay. Well, that does have some real-time special effects like sepia, black and white, X-ray, film grain, security camera, which is kind of kind of fun. Bulge, so you get like the uh, fisheye kind of look. Yeah, yeah. The, the kid, the kids will like it. The kids will <laughs> like that. And and you know, now it has the ability to do one touch upload to YouTube. I understand. Oh, that's pretty cool. I I heard that. Am I? I'm I'm looking for. Matter of fact, I'm seeing here extras: voice recorder, pedometer, one click YouTube uploads. Oh, it's awesome. So I'm telling you, this, like I said, this, carrying a Nano around in my pocket, uh, which by the way, I totally miss the click wheel. Yeah, I'd love the click wheel too. Um, you know, and and having an eight gig. Now I wonder how much video you could do. And and stuff like that, but uh, but still, I, I'm wondering. I, I'm thinking this sounds pretty cool as a little portable video camera. The only thing I hate is is that I think it's in four by three aspect ratio. It's not widescreen. No, yeah, that's a bummer because everything in these these days should be, you know, widescreen. I I, I prefer widescreen myself. I don't know about you. I'm impartial to it. Yeah, but uh, well, I mean, it's you know, capturing video in in your iPod Nano. So yeah, and I'm looking at some of the special effects. They're pretty, actually pretty cool. 
like the cyborg one looks like a remember the you know the movie terminator where he's walking and it's got the writing down the side and it's like got the little optical thing that's moving and all this little special you can do that with your nano it's just funny that in your in your pocket you have this this neat little camera well i can't wait to see like they've got you know uh video shots on their webpage i i want to see what real people look like you know shooting it not Right. Apple's people with models and all sorts of stuff, and uh, you know, I want to see some real shots from it, and I'm sure we will this week. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing this. Now, are these out now? These new iPod Nanos? Yeah, they came out yesterday. Uh, they for the eight gig, it's one forty nine, <laughs> and for the I'm sorry, hold on. Yeah, I bad. see one fifty and one eighty. Yeah, uh, one forty nine for the eight gig and one eighty for the sixteen gig. Which you know the the quality is not going to be as good as the flip camera, but the price is a lot better. But the quality is um, going to be as good as the iPhone camera. That's my question. I, yeah, and it's going to be as good as the standard flip camera. I'm, I'm just comparing you know the flip to because sure. when you're store you're going to look at this and go, okay, I can get the flip, which has the same resolution for one forty nine, but with this, I'm getting the video camera, an FM radio, you know. This, that, and the other built-in pedometer. It works with the nine gig plus. Oh, and it holds all my music too. Okay, so I have one more question. It doesn't have Wi-Fi though, right? No. So when it says one click um, upload to YouTube, it's as long as you're connected using the ca- cable to your computer to upload yeah. it. All right. See that? Still, that's less cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can put any more stuff in there. <laughs> I don't know, but I, you know when I maybe hear, take out the FM radio and put in the wi- a Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, definitely. But but here's the thing: when I hear one-click YouTube upload, that means like I'm out and about and I'm inside of a you know a, a little internet cafe and I click a little button and boom, it's up on YouTube. But that's yeah, not the case. Cool. It's it's you had to have dra- drug your your laptop along with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or just get an iPhone 3GS. Exactly. So, ah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but still, know, I mean, for the price, it's man, it's full featured. No, it, it's cool. I mean, 150 bucks for an eight gig iPod Nano that does video recording is pretty darn cool. I I will say I spent that. 400 bucks on my on my five gig original iPhone or my iPod like uh, eight years ago. Yeah, that's how far we've come, kids. Yeah, and it says that it'll do 24 hours audio and 5 hours video on battery life. So, very cool. Uh, pedometer, I, you know, okay, sounds cool enough. Um, now, does it have, you said it has a built-in speaker. So, check this out. Full-featured voice recorder then. Yeah, definitely. Full-featured voice recorder because it has the microphone built in. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, if you think about it, you go to Staples and for 89 bucks, you pick up one of those voice recorders, uh, and this replaces that. So and then it does co- so much more. Yeah, and then it does a whole lot more. And so not only could you record the, the audio of lectures in college, you could now record the video and audio of lectures in college. Yeah, and then flip over and listen to music while you walk to your next class. And transfer them over to your computer and, and sell copies of it to your classmates who missed the class. There you go. Very cool stuff. All right. So anything else new coming from out of, out of Apple here? No, that was it. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, not a huge, huge earth-shattering uh, keynote, but I mean, you know, it had some good stuff in it. And of course, you know, obviously Steve coming back. 
Awesome. All right, Sabrina wrote in a couple, uh, probably about a couple weeks ago. She says, hey, uh, Cliff, I just listened to Help I Got a Mac number 85. You talked about Ann's purchase of a MacBook Pro. I thought about buying a MacBook in the United States and imported into Germany myself. However, there are some things that, you you know, if you're considering this, that you should consider. Uh, as you said, you'd have to convert the U.S. to euros. Uh, 1199 equals 837 euros. Uh, what about U.S. tax? Uh, so, yes, she did have to, you know, when Ann bought her, she did pay tax. She still saved money uh, until here. Uh, it's still a good bargain against the 1149 euros you have to pay in Germany. So she agrees that it was still a, a good bargain for Anne. However, there is one big setback. There is German customs. When German citizen comes back to Germany, they have to pay 19% tax. Oh, man. Uh, so 19% tax on 887 euros is 1,055 euros. Now, I don't know. If, if I happen to have a laptop... You know, I guess it could be an integrity issue, but I don't know that I would declare that. It, you know, it's a personal computing device, and yeah, it's not like I'm importing it to to sell it or anything like that. So, you know, I I don't know how many people are really going to sit there and say, "Hey, I went to the states and I purchased this, and by the way, let me pay you tax on it." Right, right. You know, I I don't know. I don't know, but I, I I would say that there's probably a way that you know you just stick this in your in your bag or on your carry on, and it's just your laptop, and and nobody knows any different. But again, it, you know, it's an integrity issue, and and how you feel about that, and how you might justify that, and so that certainly has to go into question. There's no doubt yeah. there. All right, taking into consideration that you have a different keyboard layout. Uh, different plugs, and possibly some problem in case it, something has to be repaired. Of course, we talked about um, all of those different things. You know, she she was going to go ahead and purchase the the right plug for the MacBook there, and uh, she and then of course uh, you know repairs. We covered all that by talking to Apple first of all, uh, and she was going to buy the repair. You know, the Apple Care in Germany. Uh, and she understands that there could be a slight delay in getting repairs because they'd have to ship them from the U.S. And uh, she's aware of that. But they said that they still would cover them. It's not a problem at all. And uh, and she said you can you can find the MacBook for ten fifty nine euros in some stores here. So of course there's all and there's. Uh, she says, of course, there's always the chance of smuggling the MacBook through customs. Uh, love your podcast, Sabrina. Sabrina, thank you so much. And and yeah, obviously, the the idea there wasn't necessarily to say, hey, everybody in Germany and other places in Europe, come to the U.S. and bring your MacBooks back with you. Um, that wasn't the purpose. It is just more of the story that, you know, it was pretty cool that they came uh, from Germany to come visit here in the community. And uh, it was exciting to be able to share in the purchase of her first Mac uh, while she was here. And it and it happened to work out for her. So very cool stuff. But thank you for sending in your feedback, Sabrina. All right. Um, I have a question about Zooming that I put out there. And I haven't actually checked to see if it's been answered yet. But one of the things that I do, Chris, when I'm recording the show here, sometimes I use my Mac Mini that is using uh, Ustream to send out this audio and video. Mm-hmm. I sometimes will zoom the screen in on a screen capture or on the chat room so that it's really huge. But in between shows, I sometimes need to do some things and change some things on the screen for Ustream. Is there a way 
to get to do it like a keystroke and have it memorize a certain section of the screen so that I could just click it and boom, it'll zoom right to that spot. Not that I'm aware of. I've been looking for you and I don't see a solution. Alrighty. Not a I'm big sorry. deal. No, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's it's not a huge problem to, to zoom in and stuff like that. Although, because that feature is not available, I'm not currently zoomed in. I'm actually reading the chat room here right in front of me. But not a big deal. And then, of course, the other thing that I wanted to just uh, ask about real quick, and I just want to make sure this one doesn't fall off the edge of the face of the earth, but remember the Google Voice app that was rejected? Yes. I heard that you know they were going to try to build this as a web app. Yes. Have we heard anything more? I know they came back. Apple said it, officially it's not been rejected. It's still under review. Does this mean that Google's going to put off doing the web app for Google Voice? Mm, I doubt it. Um, I still think they will make the the web app just because once they get the web app out, it'll work for Palm Pre and Android too because they're both using this, the WebKit browser. Gotcha. So I, I don't I don't see them not doing it. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's things like that that really just I'm still burned by that. And I, I saw uh, Sprint's got a new a new phone a new Android phone coming out called the HTC Hero, uh-huh. and I watched I watched a demo on it and. Um, if you just do a Google search for HTC Hero demo, you'll you'll see like this kind of running through all these screens. It is beautiful. I mean, I've the UI heard, is is as good as anything Apple's done. I've heard some people talking about that, and uh, it sounds sounds interesting to say the very least. I think a year from now, uh, when there's a lot more Android uh, phones out, because right now there's only two in the United States, um, and then there'll be three here soon. I think a year from now, you know, when it's time for me to kind of re-up my iPhone, I think I'm going to have a lot more choices of cooler phones. Uh, you know, you never know what Apple's going to do next. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I love my apps, but, you know, maybe by then these apps will be just as good on Google. Right. Well, everybody, that is all we have for this week. I know that there's some voicemails that came in. Uh, however, <coughs> this show was uh, primarily to cover the you know the announcement that we had from Apple yesterday I recognize that there might be some voicemails that came in uh, regarding some of these announcements we'd love your feedback we'll play all of that next week in our next show of course the phone number that you can call in 24 hours a day 7 days a week to get your thoughts feedback your questions submitted for our show is area code 859-795-4067 again that number is 859 859- Seven nine five four zero six seven. If you want to, you can send your audio feedback using your iPhone or maybe even the iPod Touch now uh, using the voice memo feature or the new Nano even. Yep. Uh, you can use the voice memo app. Just click record. And when you're done, you should have the ability to share and then email that off to feedback at gspn.tv. Chris, thank you very much, my friend, for yet another wonderful show of Help I Got a Mac. We'll be back next week, correct? We will. All right. And a special thank you to all of you who are gspn.tv plus members. You guys make all this stuff happen, and this episode is just for you. And just want to let you know that you're not alone. We just uh, signed up our 305th gspn.tv plus member today, which is totally awesome. We're getting closer to that that official first goal of 500 plus members, and uh, just want to say thank you. It, it it really is awesome to get your support, 
and to know that you find the value in the content and the community that we have here at gspn.tv. If you haven't heard about them yet, I want to tell you about two other shows. Uh, One is Social Media Serenity. Check out socialmediaserenity.com. And the other one is Business Tech Weekly, a brand new show. Just recorded our second episode today about the benefits and all the different options for online web meetings. And uh, that show is called Business Tech Weekly. You can find it at, you guessed it, businesstechweekly.com. And I believe, How many URLs do you own now? Oh, at least 40. Jeez. So, Chris, I understand that you have a URL that's got a new design. Yeah, I just relaunched it. Uh, Biting.org, B-E-I-T-I-N-G.org. And, of course, you've got some uh, screen captures and demonstrations of some of the work that you've been doing. Uh, you have become quite the professional in doing screencasting tutorials. ScreenFlow calls me a professional ScreenFlow developer now. Awesome. And that's pretty cool, isn't it? If you're out there and you have a product or a service that you need a screencast for, check out my friend Chris Biting over at B-E-I-T-I-N-G dot O-R-G. I'll be back next week, hopefully a little less nasally after I get rid of all this upper respiratory infection. Until next time, everybody, thanks for being a part of the community. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.